Magic is what happens when you find balance between method and madness, science and art. Welcome to the Magic Maker Podcast, the place where entrepreneurs who want to find magic can access aha moments and simple steps to big dreams. I'm your host, Jay Nicole Smith, but you can call me Nick. Let's get started, shall we? Welcome back, Magic Makers, to the Magic Maker Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Nicole Smith. You can call me Nick. I am thrilled to be here with you today. If you're listening to this live, it's the end of January. And uh, one of the things that I like to tell my clients and friends and anyone else who will listen (laughs) is that I always think, every year, I always think of January as a bit of a free month. So I always think of February 1st as the beginning of the year. And it makes everything just feel so spacious. You haven't started or finished your planner yet. No big deal. You don't know what your promotions are going to be for the year. Who cares? (laughs) It gives you a whole bunch of extra time to feel caught up. And I just love the spacious feeling of that. So if you are feeling stressed or overwhelmed already this year, give yourself permission to think of February 1st as the beginning of the month. We've just celebrated Chinese New Year. It's the year of the rat. So there's definitely a very good real argument for the end of January or the beginning of February, whenever that Lunar New Year is, as the beginning of the year. So definitely adopt that and take that and use that if that's useful for you. I find it very expansive and feels really good. And it just feels like you're starting up ahead instead of behind in the new year. So today we've got a nice quick episode for you. I'm sharing with you a tool that follows on from our conversation last week about resilience. And I think this tool is one of the most useful that I've ever, ever heard of or found to stop in the moment when you're feeling swept up or overwhelmed or upset um, and to make choices about how you want to act and react um, in Uh, relationship to those feelings. It's an incredibly powerful tool for rewriting the stories and the old beliefs and patterns that are probably dictating your behavior right now. So it is definitely something that should be in your toolbox as an entrepreneur. And what's really special about it for me is it comes from a very special place. I did not come up with this tool, but when we dive in, I will tell you who did come up with it and why it's so special. So I hope you'll join me for another episode of the Magic Maker Podcast. And uh, let's go ahead and make some magic, shall we? Okay, let's dive in to this incredible tool to help you stop, restart, reframe, and rewrite some of the stories which are having you get swept up in all the feels and maybe making it hard for you to make decisions, hard to engage in relationships, maybe making it hard for you to just sit down and get work done. Maybe hard to get some of those emails answered if you just get these overwhelming rushes of emotion. The other thing that this tool is really, really good for is your relationships. (laughs) Because as we know, humans can be unpredictable. And sometimes it is really difficult the amount of relationships that we need to manage as entrepreneurs with our vendors, with our clients, just all over the shop. And this is an incredible tool 
to help you stay in check and to stay anchored in what you know and what you believe to be true, as well as who you want to be and how you want to act. Um, it's a really great way to pause and to be able to proceed in a way that you are happy with. So I'm going to introduce you to the tool in a second, but I said that this tool comes from a really interesting place, and that is this tool was created by none other than my mom, (laughs) Cheryl Christie, who is a very accomplished executive coach, and uh, she actually developed this process when she was a counselor before she became an executive coach, and she shared it with um, my luxury retreat attendees and my mastermind members. And I am sharing it with you today because I think it's absolutely brilliant. Now, it's a four-step tool. And actually, in one of our initial retreats, one of our uh, attendees said, oh, it's Nera because it's N-E-R-A. So now that's what we call it. She called it the four-step process. I call it Nera. But it's an incredible, incredible tool to help with both your resilience and the ability to kind of manage how you want to be and how you want to act um, in your business and in your life. So let's dive into the steps. So basically the process that we want to use this for is a combination of sort of analysis, especially when you're feeling strong feelings, especially when you can feel them in your body, the ability to create a habit of stopping and looking with curiosity at these thoughts and feelings instead of really just getting swept up in them and starting to tell stories about what they might mean. Um, So for example, when I do work with my clients, one of the biggest things that pretty much all of us have to face is fear, right? So oftentimes fear can and does uh, manifest in the body in a physical way, right? So you feel like your stomach is is tight, your shoulders are tight, um, you feel paralyzed, you don't know how to move forward. And oftentimes when you experience these fear, your brain is quick to help you out and just tells you a story about what's going on. Oh, you're feeling this fear, so you probably shouldn't do this thing. You probably shouldn't start. You should probably turn around and run in the opposite direction, right? But the other thing that's kind of tricky is sometimes excitement shows up in the exact same way, and sometimes we don't always tell the difference. So it's a little bit difficult to know if we should be doing our fight or flight, (laughs) or if actually we should proceed boldly um, because we're right on the edge of real growth or something very exciting or a big opportunity or big transformation, and we just need to push through. The other thing is that when we get stopped in our tracks by assumptions that we're making, by stories that we're telling, last week we talked about the four agreements and we talked about how we should take nothing personally. Um, But oftentimes we do, right? We make assumptions about what people's actions or behaviors mean. Oh, he didn't write me back or she didn't answer my call or I haven't um, heard from this potential client yet or... Uh, this person didn't invite me to this event. Like there's just all these constant, constant stories that we're telling us, telling ourselves about why people do the things they do. And those are our own stories. They're not true. So this tool is great to help you get through that and to move forward and to operate in a way that feels good and where you can be really anchored in what you believe to be true and where you can make conscious decisions about how you think and feel instead of getting swept up in all of 
the damage <laughs> and all of the stories from our past, probably from our childhood. Um, so let's dive into the process. So as I said, it's a four-step process. It's called NERA. The first step is notice and name. The second step is explore without judgment. The third step is reframe the issue. And the fourth step is act on the reframe. So I'm going to take you through them one at a time. So there's something going on. You're not sure what. Um, you're procrastinating or you're paralyzed or you're angry or you're really emotional or you've received an email it's upset you and you don't know what to do about it you don't know how to react these are all great opportunities to implement Nira to use this amazing tool so the first step is to notice a name notice what's happening notice what you feel really start to be able to name what it is so like okay I'm feeling really anxious I'm feeling really nervous I'm feeling um like really scared to look at this email. Um, Really tap into where that is in your body and to try and give it a name like fear. Okay, I think this is fear. Or, okay, I think that this is uh, anxiety. Or I think that this is maybe me having my feelings hurt. I feel left out. Whatever it is, try and give it some sort of name. The next step is really, really important, and that is E, explore without judgment. So instead of immediately jumping to, oh, I'm so shit, or I wish I was just more confident, or oh, I'm feeling scared, therefore uh, this must be a bad opportunity, this must be something I should avoid, we want to explore without judgment, meaning we want to have a look around with curiosity instead of criticism at what is actually going on and why. So we want to be able to look around and say, oh, that's really interesting that I feel that way. I wonder why. Why is it that I feel so triggered by this email or by this conversation? Why is it that my feelings are hurt by this invitation that I didn't receive? What's happening there? Why these feelings are strong and this issue is small? What is going on? What is actually happening here? And this allows you to get some distance from the thing so that you can look at it without being in it, if that makes sense. Okay. So first step, notice and name the thing. Second step, explore without judgment. Be curious, have a look around and say, oh, that's so interesting that I'm feeling that way or thinking that way. And then you're probably going to come up with some interesting thoughts or ideas about what might be going on. Oh, actually, I'm feeling really left out and I'm feeling really triggered because I didn't get this invitation to this event. Um, but actually that's because, you know, it feel, it doesn't feel good to be left out. And it's a bit like when I was in high school or when I was in grade school and I didn't get picked for the soccer team or that, whatever. You can start to really quickly see where these feelings are coming from. And so often they are not at all related to the situation that you are in now. Some old hurt or some old anger is getting messed with and you're applying it to this current situation. You're making this current situation mean something. One of the, um, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but one of the times that I often get triggered is when I'm trying to leave the house quickly, I'm running late and I don't like my shoes or my outfit or I can't find my coat or something. And sometimes in the past, I would immediately go into, oh, you're always late. Oh, you're so shit. Oh, why can't you be more prepared? Oh, you're going to meet so-and-so who's so put together and she's going to look great and she's going to be on time. And these really weird, really, really negative thought patterns that got triggered by being in a hurry 
and by having to go out the door and having to hang out with other women or whatever the triggers were, feeling generally not enough, right? Pretty much all of these triggers come down to some sort of not enoughness that we're feeling. So when you recognize it, you're aware of it, you call it out, then you can see it, then you can get that distance. You can step back from it and say, oh, that's really interesting that I'm feeling that way. And instantly the feeling is less pervasive. It's not owning you. It's not taking over your whole body. And this is where you can do a reframe. So a great reframe for the example I just gave of rushing out of the house, and I have done this one before, is what if it's just enough for me to be there? What if I don't need to look perfect? What if I don't need to have brought a gift? What if, what if I can just show up and be me and that's enough? That's one of the reframes that I've used in the past when I've been struggling. But the idea here is to be able to take a different view of the situation. So in the example of the event, what if I didn't get an invite to this event because just no one thought to invite me? Or maybe they thought I'd be too busy or they, I wouldn't want to come or that it's not really my jam, actually. Um, or maybe they're intimidated by me and they were too nervous to ask. You know, there's so many opportunities when we start to look at issues from multiple points of view to understand how there are lots of other opinions than our own. I think as we explore this idea that there isn't a right or a wrong, (laughs) it really leaves room for the fact that our stories are just one of the endless, infinite stories that are being told um, every day. And ours isn't right. Someone else's isn't right. Any possibility is an option. So why, why do we jump to the immediately most negative, painful, difficult, heartbreaking conclusion, right? We can choose a different conclusion. So if you can find a reframe, the idea there, again, this is step three, R, Mira, R, reframe the issue, is to choose a different story. This is fundamentally where you start rewriting the stories. This is where you start really changing habits and thought patterns, Um, and behavior patterns associated with thought patterns because you're able to get that distance and awareness and you can choose to think about it in a different way. You may never know what someone else is thinking, so why not choose a much more positive interpretation of what's going on, right? It certainly will allow you to move forward with more ease. And that brings us to step four, which is to act on the reframe. Okay, so the whole point of this is to be able to take action, is to be able to do something about it. And once we've had a reframe of something that is feeling difficult, we can usually move forward with much more ease. So again, in the case of leaving the house, not only was I able to just then walk out the door without like having to go upstairs and change the outfit again or wallow in these terrible feelings, but I felt better when I walked out the door. I didn't like continue to feel anxious and continue to feel nervous and continue to feel not enough. I reframed it as actually it's enough for me to just go, just show up. Great. Now I'm me, I'm going, I'm showing up and I feel good. Um, So the reframe leads into the action and the action is where when we start to act on a different story, we start to change those thought and behavioral patterns. And pretty soon some of this becomes habitual and you don't feel the same way. You aren't triggered in the same way as you were before. And this whole process can become very habitual and very automatic when you feel uncomfortable. So that four-step process again, notice a name, explore without judgment, reframe the issue, 
act on the reframe. And like I said, this process was developed by my mother, an executive coach. Her business is Best Practice Inc. And I'll link that in the show notes if you want to go have a look. She's amazing. But I hope that this is a really helpful tool. You can remember it by just thinking Nira, N-E-R-A, notice the name, explore without judgment, reframe, act on the reframe. And again, the whole point of this is to be able to create a pause and then to make conscious decisions about how you're feeling and how you want to react to those feelings instead of just getting swept up in the stories you're telling yourself because you're being triggered and feeling bad. Okay. I hope that's really useful. You know, what would be great is if you find this tool helpful, if you think this might really be interesting or something you can use, take a screenshot of this podcast on your phone, share it on Instagram stories, tag me at J Nicole Smith. Let me know you're listening. Let me know if this is helpful. Um, And also be sure to subscribe because we've got some other fantastic episodes coming up that I can't wait for you to hear. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Thank you so much for being here. Let's go out and really rock our magic maker manifesto to do good, be real, find happy and build brands that matter. I will see you next time. 